Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley. And today we're here with a special guest. This individual is low-key, but you'll see him. He's probably been, if you've been to my, my, my page, he was in my photos for a period of time before I changed the profile picture. Um, and then I discovered that this gentleman is, uh, was a friend. Someone had a mutual friend posted once about these two individuals that were encouraging him to get back fit and active. Yes. So join me and welcome into the show, Sydney Margitson. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What is going on, sir? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's a what? What day is it? I don't even know what day it is. Tuesday? Yeah, I think. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm coming off of work and all these Zoom calls, so my brain is like, Mm -mm. but I'm good. Good, good. Yo, I got to find out, man. The people want to know, is Sydney a D&D man or is he a five books man? 
Um, again, I don't know what that is. And so is that that's coffee, right? I, yeah, that's coffee. I, I would get I'm a hot chocolate man and I'm a Starbucks hot chocolate man. OK. Yeah, I do hot chocolate. Sounds that's cool. That's cool. Hot chocolate is fine. It's not one of the choices, but we don't discriminate here. You know, beverages for every <laughs> all beverages count. All beverage lives, all beverages matter. Yes. So I, I don't discriminate, man. Yes. So I, I, I am glad to have you here on, on the um, on the show, man. Um, like I said, you're low-key. You would not know what you do unless you inquire. Um, it's, you know, you're not like a, 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 a broadcast person. You know, I, I, you know. Yeah, I'm a very much behind-the-scenes individual. Yeah. So tell people a little bit about yourself, how you got started on this this road to running. And um, yeah, we'll talk everything fashion and music, et cetera. Okay. Um, I'm so long-winded, and so I'll try and keep it as condensed. But probably in 2010, mm-hmm. um, I had uh, my mom was suffering from blood clots, was in the hospital from two. 2009, end of it, going into 2010. And we were in the hospital with her for about four months, dealing with mm. her condition. And so um, during that time, friends and family were like, oh, you need to do a physical when the last time you had one. And I said, oh, I had one the other day. And so people just kept on me. So I went to the doctor. The doctor, the first thing he said to me is, um, where are you where you been? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was here last year. Says, ah, uh, no, you are. In, last time you were here was three years ago, and I'm like, three years ago. <laughs> and he said, yeah, three years ago. My notes say that I told you you had to lose weight. Your pressure was high, and I said, what? So he said, okay, let's check your vitals. So he checked my blood pressure, and it was sky high through the roof. He said, are you having chest pains or are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He was like, yo, no, you can have a heart attack any second. Mm. And I'm like, what? And so he said, yes, I'm immediately going to subscribe you, um, prescribe you um, blood pressure medication. Let's go for your blood work, the whole nine. And so um, and you have to change your diet. You got to do all these things. So I said, okay. So because of what I was dealing with with my mom, mm-hmm. You know, I was more open to hear him. And so I said, okay, I got to do what I got to do. I got to take this serious because I don't want to put myself and my family in that position. So I reached out to a friend of mine who used to work in the business that he became a physical trainer. I saw him do a tweet on um, uh, on Twitter and I just, I looked at the tweet and I said, okay, I'm going to respond to him. So I responded, I said, hey, I'm ready. And prior to that, six months Prior to that, I had seen him out and about in the street. And he was just like, yo, when you're ready, let me know when you're ready to exercise and work out. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> so I said, okay, let me. I hit him and he immediately hit me back. He was like, okay, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to do, okay, we're going to meet. We're going to do this. I said, ho, 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 ho. You know, I didn't grow up playing activities, sports. I didn't do anything. So I, I'm not used to any of that. So I said, you're going to have to take it slow. I don't want to drill sergeant. I don't want you up in my face. So he said, okay, okay, okay. So, um. What did you do growing up? I watched TV. Oh, okay. Ate <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, food. Watch TV. I have an older brother and he was the athlete. And so mm-hmm. I did everything that he didn't do. 
So if he was playing basketball, baseball, I was I played um little league, but I mean not really. Mm-hmm. You um, just were there. You yeah, got a yeah, uniform. I just was there. Yeah, I, I I never cared about any of it. I just was like, you know, how your folks put you in things as opposed to you wanting to do it. Okay. And so I just did it until I didn't have to do it anymore. And my brother was the one who was the athlete and, and, you know, that type of person. So I watched movies. And so where they gave me the nickname at the movies. At the movies. Okay. (laughs) But he had, he had the movies. Right. He's at the movies. And so, um, oh, what I, what I meant to say is I credit my rock bottom because, you know, there there always has to be a point for Mm -hmm. you to start this journey. You know, you have to get to, you know, no matter what people can tell you, go to doctor, do this, do that. You have to figure it out within yourself. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, again, I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of Food Network. And so I had seen a hamburger convention on television. Now, burgers were my crack. Okay. <laughs> That's all I grew up on. I'm West Indian, but I never liked West Indian food. And so... Oh, God. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. So my I don't my, know if we could go on mom, any further, man. <laughs> I know. So my mom used to cook all of the ackee and selfish and this and that, and I and and for the rest of the family, and then make me American food, mashed potato, pork and beans, that because that's what I ate, and McDonald's. And so um I went to the hamburger convention. It was in Akron, Ohio, mm. and it was my first time. And I literally was like a kid in a candy store. And I ate myself, it was a weekend, and I ate myself into a coma. And so that was early in the year. So fast forward to when I finally go back to the doctor. Now I've done, I've eaten all this shit. That's when the doctor tells me I'm about to have a heart attack. Mm. So I get with the trainer, and that's the beginning of my my journey is Mm -hmm. with the trainer. How long have you been with him? This was 2012, probably for three years. Okay. Yeah, I think I think for three years, and it was an adjustment. Um, if you ever seen those shows like The Biggest Loser, um, where you see those people arguing and crying and carrying on, that was That's me. Yeah. That was me. And so I used to go home. I used to go to the gym, watch those shows, and those shows were my therapy. Because at no point, no one ever explains to you the emotional roller coaster associated with weight loss. I just thought it was you just lose the weight. And okay. so in losing the weight, it, there's, there's a reason why you are this way. There's a reason why you have, you, you know, you, you pack on the weight. It's not just food. It's attached to something else. Mm-hmm. And so that's something. What did you discover else. it was attached to? Well, it was all, you know, insecurities, emotions, all that stuff was bubbling to the surface, mm-hmm. and I wasn't prepared to deal with all these emotions. So I would be emotional wreck mm. every week, just like you see those people on TV with these breakdowns in the gym, and it's totally unrelated. It's like, oh, my father did this to me, or my mother did this <laughs> to me, and I uh, unrelated to food. The food what is the is the, is the source of comfort. I'm not it's, laughing at you. I'm just laughing. So what is your, is your coach? Are you doing this in front of your coach, or is this? You at home, so watching so, okay. the show. So while I'm going, while I'm going to the the, the the session, I'm not talking. So he's saying to me, "I don't know anything about you. 
you know, you don't really talk. You just, and I said, in my head, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm talking, in my head, I'm thinking I'm talking, (laughs) you know, but I'm talking to the television. When I go home, I'm literally (laughs) what I'm going through or what the people on TV are going through. So I see it within a half hour, hour, you see the conflict, you see the resolution. And and so I, I, that is my counsel Mm -hmm. on how to deal with what I'm physically going through. So I don't need to talk to this person in the gym. You're just, so, <laughs> you're just there. Right, you know. And, 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 and then one time he, you know, I think it was the first, it was the third week, because I used to go one day a week. And at the end of the third week, he sat me down and said, okay, this is what I've assessed you. This is what we're going to have to do um, to map out your program. And he said, we're probably going to have to meet two to three times a week. You're going to have to eat this. You're going to do this. Da-da. And I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I left him, went downstairs, started bawling, literally crying. I got on the phone, got in the cab, was going to the subway. I was calling friends of mine. And I was like, I can't take it. It's too much. It's too much. I said, yo, he's in my face. He's, I can't take it. He's like a drill sergeant. I'm not used to this. You know, I didn't grow up with coaches, with basketball coaches. And so I don't know how people push you. And, and, you know, that direct approach of people in your face. And, you know, at one point he was just like, are you going to cry? Do I see tears <laughs> in your eye? And I'm like this. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Right. And so that's what I was going through for months. And because, you know, I'm in my 40s and it was my first time being physically active, everything hurt. I'm breaking. I mean, I'm spraining everything for the first time because my body's like what the hell is going on we've never used these muscles Mm -hmm. so you know i've had plantar fasciitis i had knee issues back issues i've I've gone through the gamut of everything a runner and a fitness person goes through Mm -hmm. within the first year Mm. so what what caused you to stick with it um great question is health is not having to I've gotten off of all my medication, by the way, Okay. Um, through exercise. And that was my motivation. I didn't want to take pills for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. When the doctor gave me a whole list of pills and I was taking them for about a year or so. And I said, yo, how long do I have to take this? He was like, forever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. And so, you know, I, I'm inquisitive and I do a lot of research. And so I, I everyone kept saying if you eat this and do this, you know, depending on your hereditary situation, mm-hmm. it'd be off of all the medications. So I said, okay. And I'm very strict in terms of just following the program. If you give me something to do, I will do it to the letter. Right. And so I just, I said, okay, cut out the greasy foods, cut out um, all the junk foods. And also I had to interpret my everyday and my job and situations differently because I'm in a stressful job. I'm a publicist. And so I had to interpret situations different. And so normally we, you know, you take stuff on your back and you're stressing and you got to do this, you got to do that. And I had to say, no, I can't take the job home with me. I have to leave it at the job. And I had to process different and manage my stress. And so when I feel myself getting stressed or worked up, I literally have to stop, count, calm myself. And I said, all of that, you know, I had to work on 
And, and that's a daily, it doesn't stop. It's a daily thing. So people, it's not a fad. It's not to be vain, to look good in clothes. It's like my motivation is I by my bed, I have a, a, um, a pressure machine. Mm-hmm. And so I check my pressure once a week because I'm, I'm not on medication, but I'm borderline um, hypertension. Mm-hmm. And so I can't get lazy or accustomed and say, oh, I just got it. I work out every day and I'm good. No. I got to constantly check and my levels is right on the border of hypertension. And so mm-hmm. in order for me not to be on medication, I have to be conscious. And that's my daily motivation is I don't want to be old. You know, so many of our peers die in their forties of preventable causes. And especially now with the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, that added pressure. And so I, I want to be as healthy as I can um, not if I get it, when I get COVID, because, you know, at some point it's the flu. Mm-hmm. We're all going to catch it. And so I need my body to be at a certain point to fight it off. Yeah. Yeah. Your, um, your complexion looks looks great. So I guess you you, you stay hydrated. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's, 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 not, a, that's not a plug full of water, but your complexion, I'm sure it does look great, man. You can see well, like, a, a vibrant in your face. This is in my later years. Growing up, all through high school, college, I was pizza face. Um, acne all my entire life. My entire life. To the point where I said, God, like, am I ever going to have a clear complexion ever? Like, I'm going to say, come on, give me a... Uh-huh. Give me a break. Like, I'm fat. I got acne. <laughs> like, damn. Sit, play some sports. <laughs> right. <laughs> Work out. And it'll bring some blood to your face. But there is there is a there's a certain um, you know you, you can tell that you have a sense of style and fashion, um, but you you know you said insecurity. You're like, I'm serious. This not a I'm, you you, I, you you can tell it's like this guy is really stylish, you know. And thank you. There's nothing wrong with giving another man a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, you mentioned insecurities. I'm like, this guy's got it all together. What what would he have to be insecure about? Oh my god, that's what you that that's Instagram is a lie. Social media is a lie. We all have our insecurities, no matter who mm-hmm. you are. You know, I, I'm just one in terms of sharing information, I'm I'm a person about positive energy. I'm mm-hmm. not about I don't look to social media to see issues and problems. Mm-hmm. And so when people are on there crying and, and complaining and suicidal and it that's not for me what social media is. And so I don't share that. Yes, I'm just like everybody else. I have mm-hmm. my, especially within the pandemic, it's a daily thing. You don't know how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, I, I like sharing positive. I like putting that out there. And with weight loss comes confidence and, you know, your, 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 your style changes, your clothes fit better. Mm-hmm. And so you have more options to wear different things. I can wear, um a fitted designer suit where I couldn't wear it before. I didn't have a choice before. I just mm-hmm. go to the big and tall or whatever. Or, <laughs> not, so you don't really look... You but you're not big. You're not, you're not tall. I don't... I mean, well, I mean not, not, not big and tall. This is the big... <laughs> right, 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 right. And so, and because of what I do for a living, mm-hmm. I, help, I, I help style people. Yeah. And so, into fashion for other people. And so I see how to put things together for photo shoots and stuff like that. And so, but you never think about yourself. 
And so when mm. when I started going through this journey and started having to go to the store to buy clothes, you know, then I'm like, oh, I can wear the stuff that I tell the artist to wear. I can wear that. Mm-hmm. I can put that um, skinny jean on or that fitted jacket. I can wear that. So now, if you if you so you, if you weren't in this this these clothes, you know. How receptive was someone to hearing your suggestions about fashion and style? If you, if you, if if if, if you're saying that wasn't you. Oh well, see, I'm the professional. Okay, so okay, think of it like um, 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 Dance Mom. What was it? Abby Miller is her name, or whatever. She's an obese lady teaching little girls how to dance. Okay. She, and she can barely walk. Gotcha. You know, it's just like she's not dancing, and she but she's she knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional; I know how to do it. Got you. And so I'm I'm saying no, this doesn't look right. This looks good. Put this together. Do this angle. This picture. This format. I know how to do that. So I'm thinking, devil wears Prada, and and she's no, yeah, no, dressed up and like, no, you don't know that cerulean blue. It's, you think it's just yeah, yeah, blue. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. You, don't, you don't have to be the part. Yeah, you don't have to be the part to to, to know it. No, mm-hmm. yeah, it helps. You know, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. But mm-hmm. in reality, no. You know, how mm-hmm. how many coaches you seen? Fat coaches, you yeah. seen. Uh, people that don't represent what they're doing, but they're experts in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think about it as I transition from, um, you know, retail management into the space. And like, do I want to wear the the relief of not having to wear a, a, a suit and tie was like, okay, great. I don't, I don't have to put that on. But I'm like, I'm going to be meeting with Sydney. Should I put on? I'm like, it's going to be hot in this car. I'm not putting on a a, a jacket. Wait, you, that's wear... what you thought? No, I'm just. I was just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have shown up in here. I'd really been sweating. You think I was sweating in my previous episode? <laughs> I would have been in here drenched. I, when I tell you, I, I'm in the in the thing, man, and I'm damping my forehead. Right, 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 I right. was like Nixon. It was like, yo, you should wear makeup. And Nixon was like, nah, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm going to be good. They yeah. turned on those television lights and Nixon was toast. You know, he's like, yeah. I should have listened. I, I'm the T-shirt king. I, I wear T-shirts all day, every mm-hmm. day. You and know? speaking of T-shirts, you mm-hmm. have a line of, uh, of of clothing. Yeah, well, okay. Yes, yes, it is a line technically. Um, in this fitness journey, when I was documenting, um, and that was one of the things that people told me to do is document my journey. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was reluctant in the beginning because again, my background is from not to shed light on you, within my field, you, you highlight other people. And so it was a, a, a stretch for me to highlight myself. And so in highlighting myself in my socials, um, the fitness started to outweigh all of the other stuff I was doing. And so I said, well, let me separate fitness and the other interests. And for people, you know, because people get like, I don't want to watch fitness all day. So then I created a separate fitness page. And in that fitness page, in this lifestyle, you meet people and and people always give you suggestions. Like people might have said to you, oh, you need to do a blog. 
you know, you're good, you're funny, you're a great speaker, you need to, you know, do a blog. And so for me, people were like, oh, you need to do a shirt, you need to start this, you need to do that, you need mm-hmm. to coach. And so I said, okay. So I was thinking of a name and I just was playing off of my name, which is Sydney George Margetson, S-G-M. So I said, how can I keep it thing? So I said, what do I, what do I always do? You need to start something, figure out what you want to do, go ahead and do it and just move your body. And I said, mm-hmm. start, go move. So within that, you know, people always tell you, uh, Derek, do a Derek um, Oxy t-shirt. You should mm-hmm. do shirts. So I said, okay, yeah. I'll do a shirt. So I just started doing shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just turned into that because I'm the number one supporter of everybody else's cause. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I got Black Men Run. I got Lean Strong Fast. I got every other run group. And I wear everybody else's stuff. And I was like, why? You know, I can just create my own and wear my own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people ask me, am I a, a, a trainer? No, I'm not a trainer. I don't want to train people. Uh, I just like sharing my journey and I look at myself as a source of inspiration mm-hmm. that if I can do it, you can do it. And here's a shirt to go along with. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. And so when you say t-shirt, t-shirt line, I don't look at it as a clothing line. It's just an extension of, Oh, oh okay. You, you like what I'm doing. You like the shirt. You can get the shirt. Well, it's, it's pretty much. It's, it's not, he's Sydney is downplaying it. It's, <laughs> it's he's got a shirt. There's a hoodie. There's a tote bag. Well, if, I, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. See, he just said there was a shirt, right? And why are you in my if face, I'm man? Do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give people options. You're gonna make me cry. Why? Why are you screaming at me? <laughs> You've got like a line. You got a whole collection, man. And you just said. It's just a shirt. It's not just a shirt. You got a whole collection. And I might look on it tomorrow and you can have a face mask. I'm so, I, I know the face mask is in the works. I'm just waiting for it to come but out. I, I played around. I played around with it. But again, I don't see myself as a line. And so that's a whole different job. It's yeah. a whole set of responsibilities. And I'm just not there to be to constantly updating mm-hmm. the line, especially when the return turn isn't like that. So yeah. it's it's just, it's there with something to play with for me mm-hmm. as fun, you know, so it's, you know, if you want to cop it, the link is in the bio. <laughs> yeah, the link is in the bio, right? It's just, it's, 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 it's over there. It's it's YouTube, right? <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. But you, you, um, last thing I wanted to touch on is like new media versus old, um, you know, traditional uh, media in terms of your field, where do you see it going? Um, and, and, and how, you know, can people reach out to, to you for those services? Uh, okay, the last question first. Um, people can't really reach out to me for those services because I work for a company. Mm-hmm. And so it would have to be an artist signed to that company for me to work. Gotcha. Um, I'm an independent person. Um, but new media versus, I mean, you know, media is changing every day. You just got to be versatile. Um and, and flow with the times because in six months we'll have a new you know TikTok will be old and you know next year there'll be some new format some new Instagram or whatever and you just got to be open and, and learn how to navigate it if you want to compete mm-hmm. in what's going on you know probably if I wasn't in this field I would be like everyone else like what is that what is that that internet thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but I'm in a young field. And so I have to be abreast of all the technologies that mm-hmm. come out and, you know, I'm not the best on them, but I got to be aware of everything that's happening out there and be able to navigate it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's important just to be aware and, and to keep abreast, you know, but it's constantly changing constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I see it, you know, like you said, evolving. And I think about whether it's the news or radio, television, it's all, it's all yeah. like fluid. Yeah, look, look, look what came out of the pandemic. Yeah, we weren't doing Zoom like that yeah. um, six months ago. You know, now the whole world is virtual. Yeah, yeah. You know, within the last four or five months, like we're in a whole different stage. You know, so what's what's going to happen in 2021? We don't know. Yeah. Got to just stay, stay fluid and, and, and stay current and, and stay aware. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm just waiting for the teleporting. Like, I want to teleport. Where are you going first? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just tired of waiting on these flights and, you know, a four-hour flight to L.A. I just want to walk through a, a, a archway. A port and be there on the other side. And be there, yeah. You're going you're gonna like, to be one of those first, first adopters, huh? I'm like, can't, like, what's taking so long? Hey, I'm, I think I'm gonna in that in that section. I'll probably be a, the later adopter. I'll wait in about the middle. I'm not gonna jump on and be the first person going through the teleport. I, I'm not. I, you, I'm usually like a first mover, but not 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 teleporting. But hey, I just, I, you know, I just want some kind of inroads within our lifetime. Like, I want to see something like the Jetsons. Something you want, you want flying cars. Yeah, because, you know, we grew up, I'm a, well, I'm a Trekkie, mm-hmm. you know, and so I grew up on the communicator, and now the communicator is the cell phone. It's the cell phone, mm-hmm. Yeah, so in that same show, they had teleporting. So what? You want, you want the teleporting. Yes, I'm working on it. Next season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all going to have to hang out for, for next season. When it comes back, Sydney is going to be the first one through it. We're going to ask him about his experience if he gets to the other side. If not, to be continued. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so very much for being on the show, man. I certainly do appreciate your time spending with us and sharing your expertise. You can follow Sydney's journey. Uh, just go to his page and, and check out his material. It's, it's, yo, that, 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 tell us about that. Tell us about that painting behind you, man. Oh, this was a gift. Oh, I'm, uh, it's called Brothers Balling. I forget the, I can't read the, the, um, the artist, but this was a gift from a dear friend. She gave it to me. Um, she's an art collector and it was in my office. And before the pandemic, I said, oh, let me take it home. And I just love it. It's like cool cat. It looks like, you know, the 70s. I'm all about the 70s. I'm a 70s baby. Um, it's, sharp. it's colorful. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Enjoy the rest of your day. Take care, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right.